0: Hi, my name's Emma. This podcast takes a critical look at land acknowledgements and attempts to understand what they're saying, why they are done, and how planners, as land based practitioners, can integrate the why and what into their work. I talk about the Canadian state, settler colonialism, capitalism, and treaties. In this brief introduction to planning through land acknowledgements, I wanted to cover some definitions of terms that I use throughout each episode, as well as talk about what you can expect from the series. But firstly, I want to address a crucial element of this project which is that I only interviewed settler-identified people. I made this decision early on, having heard from Indigenous scholars and activists that they have been stuck with the topic of colonialism in Canada for way too long, with little to no settler engagement. Land acknowledgements, as one method of addressing the history of colonialism in Canada, gained popularity after the Truth and Reconciliation Commission's report in 2015, and now crop up in a variety of settings and are presented by a wide range of speakers, many of whom are settler-identified. I wanted to talk to other people who are settler identified about these ubiquitous statements and have a conversation about what people think their responsibilities are when presenting them and afterwards. I'm hoping that this podcast series can push people to think deeply about the words they say and consider how they can reflect on their place wherever and whoever they may be. I have written from my perspective as a settler, but I hope that all listeners can find value in these discussions. In addition, I use the term indigenous to describe a vast array of people and as a placeholder for First Nations, Inuit, and Métis. These discussions are specific to the area referred to as Canada, as well as sometimes Toronto, so please bear that in mind when listening. I've also included lots of articles and videos and books produced by Indigenous authors, and I urge you to check those out as well, so you can also read all of the really incredible work that's already out there on this topic. Please check out the show notes for a list of all this material. So now for the drier bit. When I talk about the Canadian state, I'm working from a general conception of the state as a set of government offices, officials, laws, and government-operated systems like prisons, the healthcare system, etc. I'm also thinking about Max Weber's definition of the state, which is human community that successfully claims the monopoly of the legitimate use of physical force within a given territory. The state self-ordains its legitimacy and reaffirms its monopoly over violence. This renders violence done by forces outside or opposed to the state as illegitimate, but the state's actions to quash this violence suggest that it views the violence as a legitimate threat. A Marxist definition of the state takes a different route and emphasizes the bourgeois state as protecting and upholding the power of the ruling class through violence. When I say Canadian state throughout these episodes, I am talking about the government being based on principles of upholding bourgeois rule through racism and economic disenfranchisement. I understand settler colonialism to be centrally tied to colonialism, but to also go beyond it. Colonialism is when a body of people violently dispossess another body of people from the resources in the area by establishing militaristic control over the region, often enslaving the local people. Colonialism and genocide are often paired, as Patrick Wolfe states, but do not depend on the other to exist. Settler colonialism is colonialism with the invaders establishing themselves in the area. This is sometimes a precursor, sometimes an outcome, of genocide of those invaded. In Canada, settlers were assisted by governmental policy of extermination of indigenous people. I discuss capitalism on its own, but also as it intersects with and relies on settler colonialism and racism. To put it somewhat simply, Canada is a capitalist state that relies on extractive industries like mining and oil as a means of continuing its existence. The exploitation that is integral to capitalism comes out through the lack of worker control, certainly, but also through the precarity seen in such a wealth-gap-stricken country as Canada. This precarity is caused by things like insufficient wages compared to housing prices, an emphasis on the productiveness of citizens over well-being, services like housing and health care being constantly boxed in by financial constraints, and the reliance on the subjugation of working class and poor people to sustain the economy. There are many treaties mentioned in these episodes. Many, if not all, should be heavily scrutinized given the context of genocide and domination surrounding them. There are many websites where you can explore the treaty of the area you live in, or you may find that you do not live on treaty land, but rather land that was never ceded. Learning these facts should change the way you think about where you live, so if you don't know, check out native-land.ca. Finally, it's important to know that I wrote this podcast as a final project for my Master's in Environmental Studies at York. I'm hoping to continue it afterwards, but just know that I'm coming from a specific place during these episodes. Okay, that was a lot. Let's get started.